I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Valorous Day and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. This week we are on episode 95... 95. And we are talking about William Shakespeare. Nice of. So stick it round if it truly wanted to hear of more. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. And how are you? Yep, I'm fine. That was fairly painful, that beginning bit, wasn't it? It was. Uh, that Did you do an, that in one take? Or? No, it took a number of takes. But what's funny is I, I just thought, oh, that last take was pretty good, but I'm just going to do one more and the last one was perfect. What's funny about it, though, is I just listened back and it's it's difficult to even tell all of the different words I'm saying. So it, it I just... I think it probably... When you, when, you, uh, when you try and do and translate something into... Uh, you, I've seen it with Dickens and Shakespeare. It it does overdo it. It doesn't actually do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have every every word goes. But I a, said where art or art. I yeah. said, but it's not that. No. Well, it, it's Noticeable. worth a go, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm Connor, by the way. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm the son of Father and Sundays, no, and I, you are David. I am the father of Father and Sundays. I always find that quite difficult to even think about. What? What, who you I are. think we've established on on my. I'm not your dad, eh? I'm not your dad. I'm not your real dad. I know, <laughs> I know that, and it's not like this is a revelation on this particular. It's the first what? <laughs> what I you mean? The way round. <laughs> right? No, no, I knew that. The past twenty four years. <laughs> yes. Um, no, we've established my memory and an ability to talk is is sort of. Uh, <laughs> Yes, yeah. failing. That's the word I was looking for in previous episodes. So, you know, we'll we'll get on with this. This is this is something that uh, I mean, yeah, because yeah. we discovered that in the last episode, which the last episode was quite interesting. Um, you actually had someone asking you about that episode for like the entire week, didn't you? Yes. Um, what we're giving them a shout out again? Yeah, give them oh, a little hands. Give a little hands a little wave out again. Yes, uh, Christian was asking me when it was going out because I said I'd give him a shout out on it. So <laughs> yes, and it's a shout out again, Christian. What about that? It's two weeks on the trot. Two weeks on the trot, and he also got two in the last one. Unbelievable. So you're done now, Christian. No yeah, more. Yeah, you're done. You're done for the moment, anyway. <laughs> Good lad, you are. Um, what sort of week you had then? Oh, well, honestly, it's been. Mind frazzling. Yes. If that's a phrase. Yeah. I planned out my week. I can't remember if I said it in the last episode, but I planned it out. Oh, you've it's done gone a lot of planning. It's relatively it, yeah. okay. I colour coded it and everything. Yes. It's going relatively okay. It looks fantastic. But, um, there's some stuff today that threw it off. 
Um, I got a splinter. Oh, oh yeah, you have, haven't you? How is that now? Well, I think, I think I've got rid of it. Yeah, but it's now just hard skin. Oh, gotta keep your eye on that now. In case something happens, your hand falls off in the night or something. Maybe. No, it. Uh, yeah, I tried to operate on it. It was didn't the tiniest, I, but tiniest were, thing ever. You kept pulling faces at me, so I. I uh, Excuse me. Decided to step away. What you away. did is, I think you pushed it in further. No, you have to. You have to tease it. That's the whole point. You have to what, sort of what lure names it, you call it? <laughs> What? What names did you call <laughs> okay, it? Okay, No, I didn't. I, I what I was doing with the tweezers. You have to sort of. Muck yeah, but I think you're pushing it, it the it wrong way. No. So you're pu- trying to push against it by squeezing like around it, but you're trying to push it up using the tweezers. But I think you pushed it the wrong way and pushed it in further. Have I got any splinters? What? Have I got any splinters? Not that I'm aware of. There you go, then. I must just, be doing so right. Neither have I, Dad. Yeah. But the, yeah, it took you a while to not have any splinters, didn't it? So who's the one who can do it and who isn't? Yeah, I think we both know. No, but um, when was the last time you had a splinter? I, I don't. They they enter my... I I sort of will them out of my body. Do you just push really hard? And yeah. They just go... I go... Mm. <laughs> they, just <laughs> they just fly just, out. And they like go and hit the dots. If you go into your room... There's actually a uh, the like, wall which just got like lots of little needles in it. It's like a porcupine, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> right, nice haircut, by the way. Thanks, nice haircut, by the way. Thanks very much, yeah. Yeah, I was quite pleased with that. We had that done today. We'd like to talk about it when we read our haircut <laughs> as well. <laughs> because it's normally, really interesting. We normally it? get it done on a Saturday. We normally record on a Saturday, so... So, yeah, it's going to happen. A lot, quite a lot of podcasts have got, we've just had a haircut. Yeah, I know. Well, it is important. People need to know these things, don't we? Um, they. What? You said, people need to know these things, don't we? Oh, we do, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, didn't I? It's been, thanks for asking, it's been a, another How's your week terrible been? week. It's been another terrible week. It's it's just... You've had a new job yet? Bizarre, no, not yet, no. I, I don't know. Um, have you considered starting a podcast? I have, but it doesn't seem to make me any money, you know. So we, how long have we been doing this? We're nearly, I don't know if we mentioned this last time, but we're, this is getting on for two years now. Sorry, sorry. We've been doing it for two years. We've been doing it for two years now, this. Yeah, it was earlier on the I month. I haven't earned anything. 7th of February. If anything, we just pay out more and more money to do it. Oh, yeah, because we're looking at mics, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, a couple of blokes called Mike that we're going to yeah. get in to do it. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> no, a terrible week. Uh, there's been bits and pieces going on. I did have a rather weird encounter with two old women, and I'll, I'll um, flesh that out a little bit. <laughs> Basically... I was walking along, and obviously it's getting a bit colder again. But the weather's changed again, and I wear shorts for work. Although it's uh, sunny today, it was sunny today, but a little bit cold as it well. It did also rain. And they uh, walked, hailed, didn't it? Yes, it did. And they walked yeah. towards me, and they're saying something. And then one of them said, which I expected, I know I'm quite well. These ladies said to me, "Oh, you got your shorts? I can't believe you walked around in shorts again." I Classic. said, "Classic." Well, yeah, everybody says that. Um, and I said, "Well, I've only just put them on." I said, because I've been wearing white, and she said, yeah, you've been wearing them black tights underneath your shorts, haven't you? And the other one looked at her and went, you've been looking at him? She goes, I look at him out of my window. She said, you pervert. <laughs> and then oh, these two older ladies, I was walking towards my van, and all I could hear him as they walked away going, no, you're a pervert. No, you're a pervert. <laughs> but it's good to see that the uh, older generation still have a laugh like that. Um and the only other thing, I'm a little bit concerned. We talk about little hands. There's lots of nicknames for people at work. Um, you've got another mention, look. Um, 
But I'm a little bit concerned what with the revelation about me eating cat food with my scrambled egg that I'm going to have a nickname once that goes out. Are you going to try and jump with the nickname before anyone else can? What, call myself Whiskers or something? Yeah. Yeah? Well, from now on, yeah. I should or be... Tibbles. Tibbles or Felix or something yeah. like that, yeah. But I'm, it, it, people get nicknames for less than that, believe me. There's some unbelievable ones in there. So, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned about that. But there you go. Other than that, just the same old, same old. Come on, you Irons. West Ham won 4 0 today, which we're very happy about, which would have been last week when this goes out. Yeah. Um, I have to say that because it doesn't happen that often, you know. Um, what we talk about this week? Well, before that. What? On Wednesday. Oh, yeah, on Wednesday. So I'm still aching. So I haven't run for months. No, you haven't, have you? And then on Wednesday, we decided to do a 10K. Yeah, really stupid, to be honest, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really stupid. So you did it in the light and on a flat surface, didn't you? Absolutely not. Well, kind of flat surface. Uh, Well, it was a flat course, but did it on grass, so it was all bumpy. It was very bumpy and it was very dark. Yes. Yeah. No, that was good. Did it, though? Yes, we did it. It was like a virtual race, or when I call a virtual race, so basically you do the race... Um, people it, do race all over the country. It was meant to be on Sunday. Yeah, but like last Sunday. But we um, we signed up on that Sunday. <laughs> no, we they had done a lot of this through the pandemic, no, but they've yeah. carried it on to raise money for charities and that. So yeah, it's that's for, the whole um, idea. So it's actually local landmarks. So, so it's the same one as the L- London Landmarks yep. Half Marathon and the London Landmarks Skyscraper Challenge. Yeah. Which just as a reminder, so it's for that might raise. The 10k we did, we also raised money for Tommy's. Yeah, just a reminder, that. I am doing the Skyscraper Challenge in September, in which you can donate by going to fatherandsandys.com forward slash charity. Um, and you can see more on there, and then it gives you a link to the actual donation page. Um, but yes, that'll be raising money for Tommy's as well. Just a little reminder which there. But we excellent. had our medals arrive today as well. We had our medals, we wore them briefly, didn't we? Yep. And then we, the then person came around to collect, um, collect our hair. Yeah, I don't send that's my what, hair that's, off. That's what they so do. It done, yeah, to cut our hair. And, <laughs> they take uh, it off. And it I felt a little bit embarrassed to be wearing my medal while they did that. Well, I took mine off, and Moana picked it up in her mouth and threw it in the bin. Oh, nice. That's what she thought. Of she actually quite literally I'll picked it up what, in her mouth, put it in the bin. Before, I was like, what the hell? Before we go on any further, there was one thing about that run, run, walk, run, was it was in the dark, and I had a head torch on, didn't I? So little could yeah. see where we were going. We needed it. Yeah. Yeah. I kept getting angry at you with it. Oh, because I kept turning around and talking you to you around and blinding to talk you. And I couldn't see well, where I was going. I can't help that. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I forget. I've got it on. I did try to put it so that it was on the side of my head so it lit up where you were running, but then that was really freaking me out. But what really freaked me out was I kept looking around as we were running and walking and running, and I started... Uh, seeing beasties in the in the near the banks of the Except river, some eyes glowing, just and eyes back glowing back at us, which I was absolutely thrilled at. I'm not I fully convinced are, it wasn't the two blokes that were smoking weed that we ran past. Just stopped. And they certainly affected their eyes then, because one yeah. had green eyes and the other one had orange. But but I was we were seeing these things, weren't we? I was saying, oh, this is good. But then I just freaked myself out by it because I thought, in a minute. I'm going to go over, there's going to be hundreds of eyes all looking at us and that'll be the last thing anybody ever hears from us. Well, they're not going to hear from us, don't they? That's the last thing we ever see. That's what I meant to say. 
Anyway, William Shakespeare. Um, that's what we're talking about. It's it also worth mentioning that we have spoken briefly about William Shakespeare on a previous podcast on the Tudors episode, which was episode 62. We did... 62. Talk- six, I can't 62. believe it was 62. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about uh, the Tudors. Yeah. Um, well, and we, we spoke about William say, Shakespeare with that. We did say we might elaborate on some of the characters in these particular... I think we realised we could do a lot more on Shakespeare than what we did there. Yeah. So let's start this off with, right, now... It's not everybody's cup of tea, which is probably one of his sayings, but it's not everybody's cup of tea. But it's something that when I was at school was studied as far as English literature was concerned. I believe when you were at school, they did it, and I believe they still do it now. So well, it's, it's bear yeah. in mind how, how long ago they were first published. English literature doesn't change, though, does it? Well, but there'll be works that are now considered... Classics, uh, classics that are perhaps have been written after I was at school. Absolutely, you know what yeah, I mean. But they I mean, there'll always be things like Dickens and Shakespeare, but there will come a time, perhaps, when there's less of that, and people you might have a particular you know period where no Shakespeare. Oh no, plays absolutely, or absolutely. You could get stuff like one day maybe they're studying the Hunger Games or or Thursday Murder Club or something like that, but. At this moment in time, um, in reality, it would take quite a lot for you to knock off one piece of literature with another. So of Mice and Men and stuff like that, that, that's still going to be there. That's obviously a a modern, more modern classic. Yeah, To Kill a Mockingbird and stuff like that. Um, But they are still examples of exemplary English literature. So that doesn't mean that they're just going to disappear as time goes by. It just might mean there might be other stuff that... um, that you could do as well. And and the thing is with English literature, you study it, but they often, like, not every single year or not every single class, whatever, will study the same thing. So I studied of mice and men at school, but it may be that other people didn't. Right. So what Shakespeare uh, plays did you do or what? In primary school, we... Um, we primary school? Yeah. Wow, go on then. In primary school, we read... Um, Midsummer Night's Dream. I think we just did pop-up books in primary school. Yeah, but that's back in. That was because you were from Basildon. Yeah. Um, yep. Thanks. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, and in, uh, in secondary school, I think I did Romeo and Juliet, and we also watched the film Romeo and Juliet. Oh right, no. So that wasn't in school. That was actually me and a group. But I remember actually me and a bunch of my friends. We all went to the cinema to watch Romeo and Juliet. No way. Yeah, how old were you? You got to be like. 21. Right. No, no, we weren't 21. But um, no, we were in school. We were in you were adults, school. young adults. No, we was in like, it was either GCSEs or before that. Yeah, but you still... So we would have been like 13, I don't like 14, to dictate 15. how old you should be to go and see Romeo and Juliet. It's a great film. Is it? Yeah. I've, I've, I have wanted you seen to see, it? No, I wanted to see Sherlock Gnomes. Yeah, I wanted because, to see Sherlock Gnomes. Because uh, I quite like Sherlock Holmes, but I don't know if it's going to ruin it for me. Is I it just it. a Is it just a series of films with the pun of having gnome in it? Uh, yeah. No Place Like Gnome. And, but uh, they're, they're English films. Gnome, gnome Man's an Island. They're English films. Yeah. I know they've got people like Elton John in them and that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> right. But so, they're both English stories, aren't they? Sherlock Holmes and Romeo and Juliet. Well, they would be. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, here we go. This is where it all starts breaking down. Anyway, they're the, they're the ones I studied. They're the ones you studied. And did you enjoy those particular... Uh, I bite my thumb at you, sir. Um, oh. They're all right. You bite your thumb at me? Yeah. Yes. That was like swearing, wasn't it? Yeah. But you... But I bite my thumb I at think, you, sir. Because we, we did, and I'm trying to remember all the ones we <coughs> studied. Sorry. Um, I think we definitely did Macbeth. Um, Never did Macbeth. No, we did did that. Um, Wasn't it Hamlet it, as well? That, that's another one, yeah. But I think which one's not, the Scottish play? Is that Macbeth? That's Macbeth, yeah. So um, should we be saying that instead? No, no, because again we go back to play <laughs> Um No, so we did that. I don't think we did any other uh, Shakespeare plays uh, because we did things like the crucible and things like that as well but I think it's the language isn't it it's that's why what I was saying about whether it was still relevant now I mean obviously we're talking about things that were uh, written in the 1500s you know 1600s early 1600s so even the language, when I studied them, obviously it was a long time before that they were written. So the language is weird and the, and, and the sentence structure and everything else doesn't, you know, it doesn't flow perhaps, and, you know. And I, I get why kids uh, and young adults look at it and think, what? Because it's not relevant anymore or it doesn't feel like it's that relevant. It's well, a it, classic, so you study a classic. There was a lot of things that Shakespeare, see, Shakespeare was a pioneer, you could say. Oh, without a doubt. And this is probably the reason why he's, he's studied so much as he is, is because he created a lot of phrases. We already mentioned about the coining phrases and stuff like that. He made a lot of phrases, made, essentially made a lot of words up, well, which I'll cut. does lead you to go, what on earth does that mean? Oh, it's because he made it up. And um, Well, do you know, they reckon... Uh, I don't... I mean, this is an, this is an approximation, but 1,700 words he invented... See, this is the thing. And even then, at that point in time, so people wouldn't have had a clue what he's talking about then as well. Well, exa- well I guess that's true. I guess that's true because uh, although some of the words might have been sort of variations on a theme and that. Um, I guess they were colloquialisms, weren't they? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Easy for you to say. But, yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's a difficult one. I just think that, and we'll move on to particular bits that, uh, and, and facts about him and facts about that sort of thing, some of the sayings and all the rest of it. But it's, I wonder how far in the future we'll still be, or they will still be looking at Shakespeare plays. Things from last week that just didn't make sense. When I said the phrase, I haven't got a Scooby-Doo what that meant. Yeah, I, I really don't know what I said either. Things from last week that just didn't make sense. Okay. So I'm going to hit you with some facts about oh, old Willie Shakespeare. That hurt. Yeah. Did you know he was born... Hang on, hang on. 
You said, did you know? Yeah. You, you don't normally say it like that. Did you know he yeah, was born okay. in April 1564 in Stratford-upon-Avon? I did know he was born in Stratford-upon-Avon because I've been there. You have been there. I've been to his house. Yes. I've been to his other house. Yeah. And I've been to his... Third house. Third house. Did he have a third house? No, wasn't it, was it his, his wife's or his mum's house or something? I don't know. Hang on, who there's, was... There's who, a, who's Anne... Anne Hathaway was his Anne wife. Anne Hathaway, but not the actress. Not the actress. So no. it was Anne Hathaway's house, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. And there was... Uh, his house, it was... Oh, what brought, was it called? Brought, brought up in. New and, House. And then there was also Shakespeare's New House. Yeah. Which I don't really... Actually, that was really interesting. We we went round those particular places. I mean, Stratford Plain is a lovely place. Because we've been to the one that he was... Born in. born in or lived well, in? Certainly the one where he lived in when he was a child because he, yeah. his dad was uh, worked with leather, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah, like, because you can wear the gloves. Yeah. It was it was some <laughs> sort of, uh, yeah. He, he could <laughs> wear the gloves made of squirrels, basically. <laughs> he did, he did. Yeah. No, I had a lot of examples of that, didn't they? Didn't they have people in those houses that were they... They, it was so interactive. Yes. So they there was there was people in that house. So there was a woman that we went into a room and she was just dressed up. And I turned around to I think either you or Mum and I went, "Is that woman a like dummy or is is that person real?" And then she turned around to me and went, "I'm real." Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, we do like to endear ourselves to people, don't um, we? But that one we've been to twice, and the other two we've been to only once. Yeah. Um, if we were to rate them, Shakespeare's actual home was really good. Yeah, really interesting. Um, there was a guided tour of Anne Hathaway's house because I think it was so small they did it a bit more guided. Yeah, and there was nice gardens. But there was so good that. Jenga in the garden Yeah, uh, whilst it rained. Uh, Shakespeare's new house, uh, I'll be honest, rather boring. You just walk around and look at art sculptures. Uh, but some of them were really cool. They were interesting. Because they were the depictions of different plays and that, weren't but they? But I was interested in Shakespeare history, yeah. not people's depictions of Shakespeare's history. Oh, right, Do you okay. know what I mean? I just look out of the. It was good. It just out of the three, it, it was my least favourite. It was but the it was, most boring. It's such a nice place. I like Stratford Avon. That's where. Um, no offence to people there. No. No, Stratford Avon. That's where they do the um, the people that make Rosie and Jim and all the rest. Yeah, of Yeah, and right? also I remember you took me to the first time we went there. You then took me to game. So, because you were looking, oh, so is this what you you were after? Because it was an Xbox 360. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm after. And basically, I think you were trying to determine exactly what I wanted for my birthday because we went before my birthday. Did and I? you got me an Xbox 360 that year for my birthday. Wow, I'm generous, aren't I? You and mum. Don't even remember that now. Right. I hope you behaved yourself to get that. I remember a witch's shop there. Yeah, there is a witch shop Opposite as well. Opposite a little cafeteria we went in. Can- there you cafe. go, everybody. That's really interesting. A little bit yeah. of a, a glimpse into and I've got our a, life. We, I've got a video of us stirring the tea. Really? In, in the wow. cafe. Because we did it in slow-mo. Uh, did we? Yeah, we added the milk to it. You should put that on YouTube. And you, we you could add, start a whole new thing. You added the milk to it. This is completely not What, what on earth is going on here? No. But you added the milk to it. And you because you knew I was doing a slow-mo, you purposely just kept on pouring. I was like, why are you pouring so much milk in? It was a really milky tea in the end. Oh, well, yeah, I like milky tea. Anyway, right. He was born in 1564 in Stratford-upon-Avon. He died... Uh, well, he was born in April. He died in April in 1616 in Stratford-upon-Avon. He was 52. And bearing in mind the uh, life expectancy was sort of, the average was about 30 to 40 years. That's pretty good going. Yeah. 
So if this was the getting old episode, you you've beat, done well. You, you beat you've him. Done well. Yeah, well, you I win. beat him, but in those days, I would be ancient in those days. So you can put a, put your hand in your nail on, his, on your forehead yeah, and he's go, a loser. Um, his wife, as we've already alluded to, was, was an Anne Hathaway. <laughs> yeah, not that one. Do you remember when we went in to, they started talking about that, I, and there were some other people there, I won't say the nationality, but they seemed to be a little bit confused by that when they heard him say about it being Anne Hathaway. I think people genuinely to, thought it was... And he had to explain to them that it's nothing to do with the actress. Really? Were they disappointed? They seemed confused. I, 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 you're, in a, you're in a house that's quite clearly from a certain age, so we're talking Elizabethan, Jacobean sort of look to it, and they're asking about whether it's anything to do with the actress Anne Hathaway, who, what, 40, maybe? Something like that. I remember walking through that as well. and we, we Some people are idiots. We found, uh, <laughs> we found mouse traps and some electric stuff, and they were like, because it's clearly been put in after, we were like, this is an ancient plug socket. Yeah. <laughs> God's sake. Anyway, he had children, he had Susan, and he had twins, Hamnet and Judith. Right? Hamlet. Hamnet. 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 Um, he produced most it's, of his works... because he said Hamlet, but he sneezed at the same time. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he produced most of his works between 1589 and 1613. That was his little purple patch there, if you yeah. pardon the expression. Um, but, and the interesting thing about it, I mean, although he, you know, he, he came to London, he had his plays performed in London, he spent an awful lot of time in London, he was pretty much... Between there and Stratford-upon-Avon, he was, you know, quite a lot of his time was spent in both places, but quite a lot of time in London. It was only after he died that two of his actor friends, uh, John Hemmings and Henry Condell, published his works. You know, we again, you think of him, uh, he must have written all this stuff down, it was performed and all the rest of it. Well, he did, but it was never put out further than that. You know, it was only performed. It wasn't like he had to produce it en masse for people. Yeah. I mean, and that was done in 1623, so that was still, you know, that was after his death, what, 10 years after his death. But still, you know, I think people were starting to realise more about how prolific he was, how important he was. Quite often this happens, but after his death... And it was only then that they published those works, which I think is, is mad. Because you just assume these books of uh, of his works have been around forever. Yeah, you, know? you do. I'm going to be completely honest with you, Dad. And I was listening to quite a lot of that. Oh, However, um, I did. I, I went off a little bit for a moment because I was thinking about the episode of Black... You know the Blackadder where, um, where he goes into the time machine? Yes. Yeah, I just thought about that for when a bit. When he punches... Uh, he comes out and he punches, he punches Shakespeare. Shakespeare in the face and yeah. says that's for all. Well, actually, we'll get on to I've written a song about Shakespeare and it, it starts talking about that sort of thing as well, about how it influences teenagers and what they think about it. Anyway, um, so the plays were performed in the Globe. Now, uh, they built the Globe by the Thames, them and... Uh, a number of people, 
consortium, but he had the Lord Chamberlain's men that he was part of and also used to perform his plays. But when you go, I've never actually been in the Globe, and I think you can go in past it. Yeah, it looks incredible. I mean, obviously, it, it it's it's been rebuilt. Um, uh, I believe it's on exactly the same spot, but it's it's been rebuilt sort of as a uh, a working museum almost, you know, because it, it was destroyed. Shows, eh? Yeah, I know they do, and I think that'd be quite interesting to go and see. It just seems like the right thing for it to be. Um, when he died, he left. He, I mean, he was he was a fairly rich man, I believe, and I mean, obviously, he had the properties, which would have been a big deal, like we talked about. He left the properties, money to his daughters. Um, he left his wife. It actually said uh, he left her my second best bed. So I'm not quite sure what the relationship was between his wife and him at that point or at any yeah. point during it. I think she was pregnant when they got married, uh, three months pregnant when they got married. But obviously this is all from bits and pieces of information. Wasn't he quite a lot younger than her as well? I think he was a little bit younger than her. I don't know that it was a huge amount younger Wasn't he like her. 15 when they got married? Oh, I don't know. No, no. 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 No, 18 maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look that up, find out. But um, you said before about it, he, he invented all these words. Oh, you're going to look it up now, aren't you? Yeah, He I invented am. all these words. Um, many of them are still used in English language. Um, where have we got? Like bandit, critic, dauntless. Dwindle, swagger, undress, unearthly. You think now these words are surely? He was eighteen. He was eighteen. So but I told she you. was twenty-six. Oh, there you go. And that was quite a bit big difference. And she died at sixty-seven. Wow. Yeah. Um, laying in the second best bed that he owned. Yeah. Um, yeah. So these words, uh, you you can't, I can't comprehend that they didn't exist beforehand. But in the context of the stuff he wrote. He's he's actually making things up all the time, you know. I mean, that's quite... It's mind-blowing, really. Words that not used so much these days. Disponge. That never really caught on. It's when you... Disponge or you rem- remove sponge. a sponge. Yeah. <laughs> Disponge. <laughs> Congreted. Uh, that's when you... Uh, you say... You welcome uh, uh, someone, uh, you say hello... Um, but you've welcomed to them to a scam. Yeah, congrated, very good. Smell it. Do you know what um, a smell it is? No, smell it. It's after co- you smelt it. No, <laughs> smell it. No, smell it. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a kind of half smile. Is a smell it? Oh, it makes sense. That's palmy. That's uh, when you've got very uh, sweaty palms. Well, it's to do with um, having things in the palm of your hand. It's supposed to sort of be uh, a. A like you got show of control and that, yeah. yeah but that, uh, b- uh, boo buckles or bar buckles, boob buckles. That's a bra, b- isn't it? Boo buckles. Uh, in I think means to sort of uh, someone's. It's to uh, someone who was famous is not now so famous. So I mean, infamous. It, Infamous, yeah, but that's a different thing entirely, isn't it? Stop mucking about with that box. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
also, we talk about, you know, sayings. Are you still mucking about? That's picking up on my microphone, that, you doing that. I didn't realise... just over accidentally. I didn't realise how many phrases originated in Shakespeare's work. Like, a wild goose chase from Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. I mean, you just assume these things have been around for ever. Yeah, but they've got to come from something. And I didn't realise, I had no comprehension that he was, he had, he was so influential on things that we, you know, you, I would, I would use these phrases. Um, you're speaking faster than you're thinking, aren't you? Yeah, neither here nor there. I'd that use one. that phrase. I have no, I had no comprehension that that was something from a fellow, and something he had created. Uh, too much of a good thing, from as you like it. You know, break the ice. The Taming of the Shrew. These, Break these, the Ice is from Ice Age, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. That's, that's what it is. Not Slept One Wink. Foregone Conclusion. The World's Mine Oyster. Or The World's Your Oyster. You know, it... Yeah. Some of them have evolved. They've evolved, but... Own Flesh and Blood. Melted into Thin Air. These are things that you could potentially use on a day-to-day basis and not be... Uh, Aware that they came yeah, from these aware of the history. But there's a lot of things that were coined from um, from Shakespeare. No, without a word. Mum's the word. Mum's the word. Henry the Sixth, Part Two. All that glis- glisters is not gold. All that glitters is not gold. It's just I just find it amazing. You can't polish a turd. Yeah, that's one of his as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it it is. It's. It goes beyond sort of a play, a piece of literature or something like that, when that starts. I mean, what a, what a legacy to have things like that used. I mean, Are you going to try and leave some phrases for people to use in your wake? I, what, in my, in my wake? Yep. And when you say in my wake is in as actual wake or when I'm gone. When you're gone. When I'm gone. Yeah, well, it would be great if people used... Uh, Wayne Layham Wayne Layham <laughs> yeah if that becomes something that everybody used day to day I mean but it but it is I mean can't I can phrase think now. I can't think of something like now there's a phrase I use all the time that I didn't come up with but I've coined it from somewhere and I feel like it should catch on which is feed two birds with one scone people find that funny <laughs> oh do they right yeah. That's uh, well, it sounds a bit nicer than the actual kill phrase. two birds with one stone. That's the I whole did point. actually say something today. I said that where there's a sound, there's a smell. I used that as <laughs> saying today, yeah, I did because cause we, we, were, we were working and we could smell onions, and near to where we work is a whoever big old smelt it, dealt it, dealt it, yeah. <laughs> Supply whoever denied it supplied it. The people whoever did the rhyme did the crime. <laughs> There's a big scout camp near to where we work, and you can smell onions. There was loads of it. Never mind, don't do that uh, one. There was loads. Lo- there was a bit of noise I could hear, but there was a smell of onions. And I said, "There's obviously something going on there." I said, "I can hear the noise, and where you hear the noise, you smell the smell." And I've even changed that from what I've originally said. <laughs> But that no, I'll think of something. I'll have to think of something really profound. Yeah, but perhaps not now. Candles burn brighter 
the more oxygen there is. <laughs> that is not a saying. That's a fact. Yes. I don't think you can use it like that. All right. But a good try. Thanks. A song. A song, as per usual. Um, again, this is an, uh, an original. Uh, original pen- what? Original song. All oh, right. Okay. I've penned a song uh, about Shakespeare, about his beginnings, his life, William Shakespeare. Oh, William Shakespeare. Uh, interesting fact about that, actually, about William Shakespeare. Did you know, did you know that he never spelt his name William Shakespeare? He spelt it. Willem Defoe. He spelt it Willem Shakp, William Shakespeare, Wum Shakespeare, William Shakespeare, Wilm Shakespeare, and William Shakespeare. <laughs> Basically, he just. Someone's so, so long ago, we he don't can't even, make up his, his mind. mind. I'm just going to be funny because they've got his signature and that's all the ones there. So, why we say William Shakespeare like we do, we've, we've, that's evolved into that. You know, that's not necessarily... Maybe it um, translated from old Shakespearean English. Well, no, but the fact that he... Yeah, well, no, they are they are saying that. When I read something about it, they are saying it came, it's just sort of morphed as it's gone through the ages. Like, I, rather than saying art, I now say R. Do you? Yes. Okay. Um, so, anyway. Song. Yeah, a song about William Shakespeare, um, about his beginnings, uh, the... The trouble he went through and his final successes. Hope you enjoy it. Has this song got a name? It's called, yeah, it's called, sorry, God, forget about this. It's called William Shakespeare. And this is an interesting fact, actually. Can I just say that as well? No one really knew what he looked like. This is the longest intro to, I know, I know, I know this already, there's, but yeah. There's no images of him apart from people who painted it, painted him after his death anyway. So this depiction we've got of him might be completely different. Yeah. And this is song's called William Shakespeare, Bard Not Bald. They call me the Bard of Avon Nemesis of many teens They struggle with reading my sonnets Despair at performing my scenes My name is known to many I'm revered around the world But the critics are pretty mixed And think I'm Richard III So I made my way up to London town With a view to sail in some place It's full of rats and stinks of sh** every day My wife is Annie Hathaway But not the one that you think I've got three kids and I barely see and I drink Six feet tall Lord what fools 
Marlowe's the old fur of all life done But he's the poor man's funny rubble What light through yonder window breaks The bailiffs are pounding my door It's another dinner of cold fish cakes I'm so poor What I need is a surefire hit And somewhere for it to be shown I'll pen a play about a Roman git for the globe They call me the bard of Avon A gift for all those teens They'll delight at reading my sonnets Leap at the chance of performing my scenes is a time for a game you I've d- prepared a game no you haven't no I haven't yeah you say <laughs> that as if you do it all the time I think I can done it count twice. on one hand in recent history in all the, yeah <laughs> for the last year and a half the, the ones you've done go on then but there you go um, no I'm not going to do that but I'm saying that you don't normally but I do appreciate when you do it because it takes the heat off me a little bit you're going to love this I don't think oh, I know I'm not based on the fact that you just said you right, love it. And I don't think since I did Hurdler or Murderer have we had something that I was so pleased about. Hurdler, Hurdler or Murderer was great. It and was I think great. It, I like, it me, me a little bit. But. Yeah. Um, I was so excited when I thought of this idea that I went immediately to tell your mother about it. As you can imagine, your she engaged with me and was really enthusiastic with me. Not. <laughs> so I was a little bit wounded, but I went ahead anyway. So. I rushed down to tell mum that uh, that West Ham won 4 nil today. Yeah, so you should. Yeah, she said you'd already told her when I went down and told her. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Isn't it funny do, we go and tell her this stuff, but she does not Do care. I tell you what the quiz is before I play the sting, or do I play the sting and then tell you what the quiz is? I can't remember how we do this. We know, you normally tell me what the quiz is before we play the sting. Okay. The quiz this week is, I need you, I'm going to give you a brief synopsis of a, a particular um, story. And I need you to tell me whether it is Midsummer or Midsummer. Is it a Shakespeare play or is it an episode of Midsummer, Midsummer Murders? Murders. Oh God! Midsummer <laughs> or Midsummer? Hang on, Midsummer or Mid? They're both called Midsummer. Yeah, but it's not spelt the same. Midsummer, uh, as in um, Midsummer, as in uh, Midsummer Murders, is M I D S O M E R. Whereas the other one is M I D. It's summer, as in S U double M E R. Because Midsummer is a place, not Midsummer. This has been really interesting. Should we play the stick? Play the stick. <laughs> Probably keep away 
Did you enjoy that, Sting? Yep. Okay, cool. Shall we kick on then? Yep. Okay, this is the first one for you then. How many questions? There's uh, ten. Are you sure? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Because you just had to write that last one today, didn't you? Well, I thought I'd only had to write one today, then I realised I'd got over-enthusiastic about it again and thought I'd done more than I had. Look, let's not dwell on that. Let's get straight into this because I want you to get as annoyed as quickly as possible. <laughs> right, okay, thanks. Appreciate Number that. Number one. Yep. A man loans some money from a dubious loan shark in order to help a friend impress a woman. However, when he can't pay his loan, he is mercilessly threatened and pursued. The woman that originally the money was borrowed for, so he could impress her, she becomes a lawyer and saves her husband's friend. And this is a synopsis either from Midsummer Murders or Midsummer Night's Dream. Or, well, I've said Midsummer or Midsummer, but it's either a Shakespeare work or a work of Barnaby and the guys. <laughs> All right. Um, Midsummer Murders. That is incorrect. I was going to say Midsummer Night's Dream until you re explained it. Right. It's, oh it's, my goodness! It's, it's the story of the Merchant of Venice, which is Shakespeare. Two. <sighs> a man fakes his own death after being pursued by debtors, Ooh. but in the process dies in a cauldron of boiling liquid. He is found in an abbey which is cursed, and subsequently all those who knew of the deception die, reaffirming the legend. Midsummer Night's Dream. That is incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) This is Midsummer Murders. But it was a curse. This is the episode of The Ghost of Corston Abbey. Question three. Mm. (laughs) Oh, come on. Come on, this is a good idea. I watched all of Midsummer Murders. Yeah, I knew you were going to say this, right? But it's it's a guess. Or a guess. But... Just a fact, it's midsummer or midsummer. <laughs> that's, that's all you've loved. That's the whole premise. Right, uh, look, look. Okay, yeah. Okay. Number three. Just Let's please. say the greatest bit about Midsummer Murders it is good, but the greatest thing about Midsummer Murders is trying to guess how many get People murdered die, in the episode. Yeah. yeah, no, we're out of doubt. Right, okay, third one here. Come on. What happens if you win that? What? How many people die in Midsummer Murders? Respect. That's Just all respect. it is. Respect. And pride. Yeah. An elderly woman dies. Her friend witnesses her state of distress after emerging from some dense woods. A lady who lives in a house on the top of the hill spreads rumours and her eccentric son are killed for their interference. Midsummer Night's Dream. That is incorrect. It's Midsummer Murders, the killings at Badger's Drift. (laughs) (laughs) You're... Free wrong. Come on, Connor. Come on. Right. Four. A jealous husband suspects his wife of cheating on him with his best friend and she dies. Their newborn daughter is sent away to live on a farm. But when she is older, she falls in love with the son of her estranged dad's best friend. Uh, 
Midsummer Night's Dream. It, you say that, it makes it sound like you think it's from Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> no, I mean, sorry, it just means it's Shakespeare. Correct. It's from a winter, The Winter's Tale. Not a Winter's Tale by David Essex. The Winter's Tale. Well done. You're pulling it back. Thanks. Next one. A man spurred on by his wife and an ancient legend kills a man and takes his place. Whenever someone is close to finding out, he kills them, resulting in numerous deaths. Midsummer murders. That is Macbeth. You're wrong. <laughs> the Scottish play. <sighs> Try this out. It is all Saints' Eve, and there is a full moon. A village is terrified as a half man, half wolf kills person after person, inflicting an ominous mark on each of their dead, of the dead, and leaving a similar mark as a sign of impending death. Eventually, the wolf changes back into a young woman who appears orphaned, but is eventually helped by her real parents. Shakespeare, Midsummer Night's Dream. That is incorrect. It's the wolf hunter of Little Worthy. The hell? <laughs> the hell? There's no fantasy in... It is. It's, it's a one where she dresses up as a wolf and then changes back and then dresses up as a wolf and she kills all these different people. Have you people. watched the episode? Yes, great. I've watched them all. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that. It's got Mark Williams in as her actual dad or adopted dad or something like that. Anyway... A man has three daughters, but he only arranges to leave money to two of them, casting the third aside. Once the legalities have been completed, the two daughters turn on him and watch him go mad. The daughter he casts aside comes back to hell, but in the end, the father and all three daughters die. Midsummer Night's Dream Shakespeare. It is from King Lear. Well done. You've only got a few of these I don't to do. Feel you like look I've, absolutely I don't, pained. I don't feel like I've succeeded. You're saying well done. I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> a secret society. He's like handlers of murderers. A, a secret society. Well, <laughs> oh, don't cry. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's only a game. <laughs> a, a secret. I've been really looking forward to doing yeah, this. I can tell. A secret society. But you knew it had this response. Didn't yes, you? yeah, yeah, I did. That's why you've been looking forward to it. A secret society is plagued by untimely deaths <gasps> involving broken necks and stabbings. One of the society does not speak but knows what has happened to the victims but is unable to communicate effectively. Communicate, communicate effectively. Um, Midsummer murders. That is Midsummer murders. Death in disguise. Ready? You've got two Jonathan, more. Do you remember the episode of Jonathan Creek where he's like a where? Oh, I um, love Jonathan Creek. Where they 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 have it have them like fly towards this room, but and it looks like they're flying from one side of the room to the other, but actually, because it, it was filmed, it was actually filmed at an angle, and they actually just fell downwards. I don't remember that one. No, I've okay. watched all of them. Um, okay, next one. A portrait is slashed with a knife. A series of mysterious. Ghostly happenings follow. A man dies on the tomb of his ancestor and there are encounters with a mysterious convict. Midsummer Night's Dream. Nope, Midsummer <laughs> Murders Beyond the Grave. <laughs> oh, and here's the last one, right? right I'm okay. going to get really cross about this. 
the fact that you start it with you're going to get really cross about this. There is a you've done something purposefully. Uh, Bearing in mind, I'd run out of time, right? This one's made up, then, isn't it? There is a mysterious door that seems to hide a secret. The sound of a piano playing and laughter come from within, but when the door is knocked on, no one answers. Is that it? Yeah. So that's like one scene from an entire either play or episode of Midsummer's. No. Um, Go on. It's not from either of them. <laughs> it's not a Shakespeare play or Midsummer Murders. Is it the podcast? No. Is it Jonathan Creek? <laughs> no, it's, it's Shaking Stevens' Green Door. <laughs> what the hell? And that that is is the end of my little quiz. (laughs) Oh, man alive. You really struggled with that last one. I know. I knew you were going to get cross. (laughs) Yeah, so there you go. I enjoyed that. All you need to know about (laughs) Shakespeare. Look, I have got a new round... Found respect for oh, Shakespeare. You've got serious, very quickly. No, I, I'm still crying. <laughs> I've got a new found respect for Shakespeare, and I love Midsummer Murders. So <laughs> this, this last section great. has been a dream come true for me. And a Midsummer Stevens. dreams come true. Uh, and Shakespeare Stevens. Now I've never really liked Shakespeare Stevens. Why? <laughs> Just because his name, they called him Shaky, and they call Sha- I get the reference. Yeah. Before I was like, "Why have you done this?" Yeah, no, I exactly. thought you might have gone for a song that's got like Midsummer in the name. Oh, I should have done that. You should have done that. Yeah, never mind. That would have gone with your Midsummer or Midsummer. Okay, I'm done. Are you? Are you off? I am. Is there no more facts you've got? Quick fire facts about uh, a couple of things I'm meant to mention first. Oh, sorry, meant to mention earlier, earlier in there was they've translated two of. Uh, Shakespeare's plays into Klingon. Which ones? Um, they have translated uh, Hamlet and Much Ado About Chuffing. <laughs> 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 that isn't a joke. That is a <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is this is a shambles. Uh, what else? Uh, nobody knows what happened to Shakespeare between 1585 and 1592. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Seven years. Uh, everybody associates him with Queen Elizabeth, but he wrote, wrote most of his works in the Jacobean period after his death. After her death, <coughs> not after not his, his death. death. <laughs> He's not that clever. Um, and the only other thing that I was going to talk about that I forgot to talk about was, like you said about Macbeth, the fact that it's seen as bad luck if you, you can perform... And you can rehearse and say Macbeth, because obviously you say his name many times in there, and Lady Macbeth. But if you're not, and you're in the theatre, it's seen as very, very bad luck. As in, if you're in the theatre, as in... Or if if actors are in a theatre or stagehands and they say the word Macbeth when they're not actually rehearsing or performing the play. Say, if you were in a... Say you were in a theatre and you said to someone... uh, are you playing Macbeth next week? Oh, shocking, that'd be terrible. I don't really get it. 
You're not allowed to say the word Macbeth. Yeah, I get that. Right. I don't really get why. Okay. It's anyway. Insane, <laughs> okay, that's that's definitely me done now then. Do you need to uh, tell the people about your special things? <laughs> <laughs> I've got this rash. <laughs> yeah, no, not that. That's next week. All oh, right, okay. Um, really? Talking about next week. Uh, next week's podcast is going to be about Ireland, isn't it? Um, <laughs> we're showing how professional we are now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, thank you for coming back so quickly. Um, <laughs> it is. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... Uh, do you want me to do it? No. You sure? Do you want to give it a go? I'll give it a go. Okay. Obviously, look. If you want to say anything about the podcast, if you want to reach out to us, um, if you want to comment or, or or anything you like, there's there's ways you can do it. You can either do it through our um, website, which is fatherandsundays.com. Yep. Or you can and message us. Through contact, go page. through the contact page on that. You can contact us through You you can contact us. Why you just went ba? I'm trying to. I haven't got my glasses on. You can contact us through the usual channels. Email. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast. Email, Dad. Email. Email. I was, going, email, I was mouthing email. Email, Twitter, <laughs> no, Facebook. Look. E- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> email, contact us at fatherandsundays.com. Right, okay. There's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like, share, follow us on those. All right, yeah, that's what I said. And also... Um, uh, you can listen to us on all, not pretty much all platforms that are worth um, using, uh, such as uh, um, Spotify and Apple Music and others. So uh, our, web, our podcast available on the website as well, and it's available on the website. You can you can um, listen to you. You can find all our older ones there. So what what episode are we on now? Ninety. Five. 95 so there's 94 other ones on there as you can imagine <laughs> <laughs> so you could listen to you could listen to all those it, it's it's a long while if you're going to sit and listen to them back to back it's a ridiculously long while and the first eight episodes sound a bit dodgy. oh yeah but we if you listen to them we comment on we we were using like a couple of cans and a piece of string at the beginning and now we're a lot more sophisticated as you can see we've got Two cans. <laughs> Two cans. We've got extra cans. We've got special cans. Okay. So And the charity bit on, on Oh the- and a charity bit. And obviously I know it's it's tough times and you know um Yeah. <laughs> but if you can if you can spare I'm I think I'm gonna have to go to bed. Uh, if you can spare anything uh and sponsor Connor, you can find that all on the website as well. Um, it's a, for a fantastic cause. Um, it's a big deal him doing this. It's it's incredible. So go for it if you can. That's all I've got to say. Have I done everything now? Yeah, it was really good. It's almost perfect. Um, yeah, I think it was fantastic, but I felt like I was missing out. So I might take it back next week. Okay, okay, that's all right. I'll do the intro next week then. 
Uh, okay, so. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say goodbye from me and see you next week. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.